Folks, we are back and better than ever with another episode of Up In Your Business. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2020. New Year, new you, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get those resolutions you going. You think people actually stick to that? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I don't know about you. What's your New Year's but, resolution? Um, I have a couple. I'm going to lose a couple pounds. Um, try to get a little more organized, save a little bit of money. We did the have, usual. We did have salad for lunch today. We did. So we had, yeah, exactly. Step in the right direction. <laughs> That's right. We're starting the year strong. Uh, so we're here with another episode of Up in Your Business, um, your favorite business podcast to learn about business owners um, and the likes. And um, this week is with Becky of Celebrated, a vegan or slash plant-based bakery here in Rhode Island. Um, opening up a shop in Warwick very soon. Maybe by the time you hear this, it's out. Um, she brought us some great snacks. She did. She brought us great, great snacks. Um, much better than you might expect from if someone were to tell you, hey, I have some vegan uh, like desserts and stuff. You, yeah. you might be like, ah, I don't know. Uh, but keep an open mind because they are delicious and honestly some of the best desserts I've had. So You can't um, even tell a difference. It, yeah, she yeah, does like, such a good job. I, I would have so even good. I would have never even known that they were vegan if unless she told me. Um, yeah. super, super good. So definitely check them out. Um so I'm excited for that episode. Um and I'll share a little bit, but we're gonna get into some news here. What do you got? Um all right, so uh speaking of the new year. Yep. Uh I saw probably one of the funniest things on uh the New Year's countdown on okay. Fox. Uh Gronk. Oh, and Steve yeah. Harvey, did you Is this see your that? article? Yeah. yeah. I love it. They had, uh, so Steve Harvey. I know a guy who has a, like a Lego wall and those things okay. are not cheap to build. Like yeah, that yeah. little head they there took a lot of time. had to be like five to 10 grand just for that head. Mm-hmm. And I just love Steve uh, Harvey's reaction. And <laughs> I showed it to uh, other Mike in here yeah. and he said that he thought it was all staged and fake. I do too. Do you really? Yeah. But So if you listen to what he they say. He goes like, get this guy off air. I don't want to be with him anymore. Are you serious? So funny. I don't want to work with him no more. Why, why is he here? Why are you here? What is wrong with you? You're mentally imbalanced. <laughs> so, like, you think that stage? Because even at, when they did the toast at midnight, Steve Harvey wouldn't toast Gronk. Uh, oh really? Yeah, because I think Steve Harvey uh, oh, like wanted to take that home. There's gotta be some like, oh man. His best line at the end of that was like, "You know how hard it is to find brown Legos." <laughs> <laughs> I really thought it was staged. Uh, I don't know because I, I can't uh, imagine Gronk actually doing that, like not planning it. He looks so drunk and just out of it that uh, he wasn't even paying attention to Steve Harvey even while he was yelling at him so I don't know yeah. I just thought it was I was dying laughing it's hilarious I I gotta look it up maybe I'll have to look at like Steve Harvey's Twitter or like see if it stayed because I'm sure there's articles about yeah, it yeah actually when I was I'll looking look. at that I was wanting to see if like Gronk said anything and there really hasn't been any yeah, uh, yeah. backlash or anything like that but it is Gronk dude he's America's like he can do whatever the hell he wants yeah you know? he's a goofball yeah um, that's funny um so my article is about another uh, kind of like historic person like uh, like Steve Harvey there. Um, obviously, you know, Dr. Phil. Yeah, just like Steve Harvey. So I guess uh, Steve Harvey's, I mean, not, not, not Steve Harvey, Dr. Phil's house just hit the market. Uh, he's selling one of his houses. Mm. Um, if, if someone were to like ask you, like, what does the inside of Dr. Phil's house look like? What, what would you say? Like. Probably like where, pretty, where pretty is plain, it? right? Where it's is in it? um, it's in L.A. It's in L.A. Yeah, Beverly Beverly Hills area. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm feeling like like a white. Oh, everything's all white. Like I would just really think nice, everything marble. is like yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. very clean, right, very like right. normal. Um, it's far from normal. What do you mean? It's it's filled with guns. Uh, like, um, what is that called with stuffed animals? Um, taxidermy. Oh, like of animals he's killed. I don't know if it's him. It's so the, it's owned by his family trust and the house just hit the market for 5.75 million. Ooh. Um, I guess he doesn't actually live there. His son uses the house, but it is the weirdest house. Like, look at that picture right there. Holy shit. It's a whole Isn't LA supposed to be like the guns. hardest gun law? Like, uh, California is very liberal. Yeah. So, yeah like, California. The fact yeah, that, yeah. Like there's all that. Yeah. So the property was purchased in 2007 by a family trust tied to the TV host whose full name is Philip McGraw. His friggin' living room looks like a like a James Bond like assault like area yeah. like 
What's then it called? Like check an arsenal. It's got like a wet bar upstairs. It's got um, like the railings upon all the staircases are all like wooded vines. Like, look at that. Oh, that's sick. It's sick, That is right? pretty cool. It's actually yeah. really cool looking. And all the floors are like marble, like tile, but like Damn. sick looking. And then like just everything's very unique. That, we'll have to yeah, post some pictures That is this. not what I think Dr. Phil's house would look um, like. But it's crazy. So it has uh, five bedrooms, six bathrooms, private balcony overlooking the half acre grounds. Um, outside the living spaces are a bit more normal. Dining gazebo, chandeliers, fireplace, patio, swimming pool, spa. Um, yeah, so the house is going to sell for like $6 million. That's insane. And, um, With or without the guns? With. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> I'm Tons still of, so like, curious. Custom art, uh, woody vines, a wet bar. Yeah, living room with custom. Because it's like art. impossible to get any type of weapon in California. And the yeah, fact right. That he has his entire wall full of guns. not just like handguns. Like those yeah, are like those real are like legit ARs guns. and rifles yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was very unusual because like when I think of Doctor Phil, I would think of like just a regular ass house. Yeah. Have you heard his podcast? He has a podcast. Yeah, it's actually not too bad. He said he wanted to do it to reach the younger audience, but huh. it's actually not too bad. He's pretty. I good. like his show. He's got some great clips there. There's like yeah. that girl that was like, Doctor Phil's like, you need to get a job, and she goes, No, <laughs> she just starts crying. Like some of the guests on there. I mean, that's where um, the what's catch your me face? Outside girl catch me outside, that, girl. Uh, that's where she went famous from. <laughs> oh she my god, insane. I wish that never happened. Oh god, is she still anyway. around? Uh yeah, she makes a lot of money rapping on Snapchat. Rapping Snapchat. She's a rapper. She is. You, never mind. She has I'm music gonna, videos. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. All right, next. We'll just move on from this. Wouldn't so, <laughs> better news. Uh, get ready for this podcast interview yeah. here with Becky. This um, podcast is guaranteed better than whatever her raps are. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoy this one. It's full of uh, some really cool stuff. Um, great advice from her on like how she started. Um, just, uh, just a really great interview and, yeah. and a very, very nice lady there. Um, Make sure to go support too when she gets that storefront open. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely gonna check it out because, uh, like I said, we really enjoyed those treats. So um, I'm excited. Uh, so go check her out on Instagram. She's at Celebrated Co. Her website is celebrated.co. Um, and then obviously her storefront will be open in Warwick soon. Uh, stay tuned for that. Go check her out. Say hello. And um, as always, check us out on Instagram too at Up in Your Biz Pod. Uh, send us a message if you have any questions for us or just want to say hello. Um, let us know what you think of the podcast. We're always looking for feedback. If you have any guest recommendations, shoot those over to us. And um, hope you guys have a great day. All right. We're here again with episode 26. And we are sitting across from Becky with Celebrated, uh, a plant-based bakery, pastry chef, bakery yeah. uh, here in Rhode Island. Um, very excited to have you here, and we also got some lovely treats here. A lot of different stuff. I'm very excited. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, so we're going to go right into it. Um, did you, are you familiar with 20 questions? Yes. It's our opening segment. Okay. Yes. Alrighty. So favorite color? Green. Favorite snack? <laughs> Tortilla chips. iPhone or Android? iPhone all the way. Left or right? Right. Pick a number, one to ten. Seven. Favorite number? <laughs> um, Thirteen. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite drink? Coffee. All right. Uh, ice, ice coffee or hot coffee? Hot coffee. Oreo or Chips Ahoy? Oreo because they're vegan. Oh, okay. Favorite <laughs> vegetable? Potatoes. All right. Wait, potatoes are vegetables? Is it? I don't know. It's definitely not a fruit. <laughs> it's got to be. Uh, do you prefer to work from home or in an office? From home. Okay. Your biggest inspirational role model? Um, my mom. Awesome. Last time, uh, yeah, last time you ran a mile or close? Ooh, um, probably the last time I ran, which was a half marathon Ooh. two years ago. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, good for you. Did you finish it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I would collapse. It was amazing. <laughs> Coolest place you've ever traveled? Um, probably Switzerland. Oh, that is really cool. Mm. First job ever? I was a waitress at a restaurant in Newport. Okay. And favorite day of the week? Monday. Today. Monday. Yay. Yay. Cool. Just talking about that. <laughs> cool. All righty. Yeah, I must say that day those uh, cookie dough 
What are they, cookie dough truffles? Cookie dough they truffle. They're unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good. Um, I can't wait to eat everything else over mm. there. Yeah, right? <laughs> Do a little taste test. Yeah. Um, all right. So tell us, like, when did this start? Like, what got you into this? So um, I guess, so Celebrated started two years ago. Um, we just celebrated two or two year birthday. Oh, cool. Uh, it was November, 2017. Um, so that's when we like officially launched. Um, and we, it was just like when I launched the website, but before that I had been doing like a lot of baking for like friends and family, but I decided to make it official, you know, with the name and, and go for it and start, um, opening up business to the public and making it legitimate, um, so that's, yeah, that's when we got it going. That's cool. How'd you yeah. know you could take it from a hobby to kind of like, all right, I'm going to actually, actually make money doing this. Right. Um, pretty much because like everybody I knew was telling me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. but you know, they didn't realize like what it was going to take, but they, they were pushing me and they're like, you need to make a business out of this and, and, you know, start selling these, every party or gathering we would have, I would bring them treats. Just like I brought you guys treats. And so, you know, they knew they had, they were all my taste testers. Were they, they was it always like vegan or was, did you cook kind of everything? No, actually, um, I've been vegan about four and a half years. Um, but I've been baking for probably like twice as long. Um, yeah. So I'd worked in like other bakeries, um, in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. So I had a lot of experience like back of the house, front of the house doing that sort of thing. But I'd always wanted to be my own entrepreneur. That was like literally my goal from like the time I was like, uh, I don't know, 15, 16. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to be my own boss one way or another. And I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I was trying to figure that out. Um, but did you ever have like one of those dream jobs? Like you wanted to be an astronaut or like, yeah, yeah. I used to want to be a veterinarian. No, the sloths came a little bit later, oh, okay. but I was like, I actually used to be obsessed with dogs like okay, growing okay. up. <laughs> dogs are great. Yeah. Yeah. My, one of my, um, email addresses was loves dogs forever at gmail.com. <laughs> I, <wonder if> it <laughs> works. I don't think, I, I think you're like the second person I've ever told that to. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. Cool. And, the, and the listeners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. all the listeners now. Yeah. Yay. That's funny. Um, just putting it out there. Yeah. I was an animal lover for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to want to be a vet until I realized that animals could die right in front of me. And so that was kind of sad. Uh, yeah. And then I wanted to be a pediatric brain surgeon. Whoa. Uh, that was like my next Much big different. ambitious goal. And so I went to college, you know, started taking all the biology classes, oh, no way. chemistry classes. So did about two years of that and uh, failed chemistry like horribly. Just <laughs> couldn't get past that hurdle. I don't even think I took chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Um, and then kind of like switch gears and got a degree in human development and family studies. Cool. Which I don't use now. Yeah. <laughs> like most people who went to college and got a bachelor's degree. Right. You know. <laughs> um, but anyways, like the baking was always like a passion project of mine. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of. So you didn't actually like go following. to school for like. Pastry, no, pastry, no, like nothing pastry. No, nope, I didn't like go to JWU or anything. I yeah, some of my team members went to JWU and that's great, and they cool. teach me a lot. Yeah, sure. But I'm like all self-taught. Wow. Yeah, even yeah. from the business side of it too, you didn't take any. Business yeah, classes. no, it was like I'm totally a creative person with a creative background, yeah. and so the business, everything I had to learn basically from scratch, just from doing it, jumping into it. Yeah. Sometimes that's the best way to learn though. Yeah. Get right to the fire. It is. Yeah. It's scary, but then it's also, you learn like the ins and outs of it, I guess, yeah. like the nitty gritty, like details yeah. when you have to dissect everything and like figure out how to do it on your own. And like, there are people out there who can help you, but you're still following your own path. Yeah. You know? Wow. So when you were like, I guess when this was getting to the point of like being a a business, like what were you doing aside from that? Like, did you have a full-time job or something? Yeah, I was actually a nanny for a long time, like right out of college. I was Mm -hmm. looking for a job in my field and there just wasn't much available. You know, it was like 
during the time where like unemployment rates were at really high in yeah. Rhode Island. And so um, I fell back on something that I, one of my other passions was like taking care of children and being around kids mm -hmm. and just like their positive energy. So I started nannying and I was with uh, a few great families in the Providence area and like I absolutely loved it. So I was doing both. Cool. You know, I would like do my big dream jobs and then like do yeah. nannying. Um, but I was I was doing it full time for a little bit before then. Yeah. And so like when it got to the point of like baking full time, how was the the balance there of like doing both? I'm sure. Yeah. It got well, tough. I went. Yeah, it was tougher. Like I did it for about nine months, I think, before I jumped into celebrated full time. Mm -hmm. And that was so exhilarating. You know, it was like literally my dream come true. Yeah. Like, that's what I was working for my entire life. Um, so it was tough because they had to walk away from like that relationship yeah. I had built with with that family. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we still keep in touch and and like I love them. I was with them for four years. Um, but, yeah, I guess it was the the transition to it was a mindset shift of, yeah. OK, like now you're running your own business full time and this is yeah. your sole income. Yeah. So it puts the pressure on. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, you have to sell baked goods for a living. Like, so hard, right? No. <laughs> yeah. What about the name? How'd you come up with it? Yeah, the name was probably, like, the hardest decision, <laughs> like, early on, you yeah. know? Um, so I, yeah, it was, it was tough. I ended up just, like, going on the internet and, like, searching for, like, synonym. Because I, like, had a gist of, like, what I wanted it to be like and kind of, like the spirit of it. So I looked up the word party and I started looking for like synonyms for like party. And I thought, Oh, celebrate. Like, what if I said that in the past tense celebrate it? And then I started thinking about like, you know, all life is celebrated because I wanted to have this like all encompassing, you know, let's celebrate like not only people and their big moments in life, but like also celebrate animals. Cause that's something I loved. And the fact yeah. that it was vegan yeah, and you asked earlier, like, was it always vegan? No, it wasn't always vegan until I went vegan and I started gotcha. thinking about the impact I was having. I was still baking with, uh, like, you know, eggs and dairy. And so I was having, like, an existential crisis. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't support this. <laughs> How hard was that yeah. switch when you decided to? Was it too bad because no. I had already been, like, eating that way? Yeah, but, I mean, producing so it on, like, like a tweaking. mass quantity, is that, does that add Yeah, and it, I mean, now we do that and now it's, like, I, I know what substitutions to make, but I guess like, yeah, early on it was like, yeah. oh, like how do I replace an egg? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> how, <laughs> so it took some research. Um, you can use all different kinds of things. It depends on what you're making. Okay. So, um, you know, you can use like flax seeds or chia seeds or mm. even like a starch blend because okay. it just like binds it together. It depends on what you need from the egg because the eggs do a lot of different things, right? They wow. like bind things together. They add protein. This is when you're getting into like baking science. Wow. <laughs> so I'm actually a scientist as well. Wow. That's a good lesson here. <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah, baking is, it, and that's why I think why I like baking instead of cooking because it's more scientific it's down to like specific measurements yeah right you can't just like throw things together and like hope it comes out hope it works yeah. out That's yeah um mm. what would you say was like the toughest part about starting this um probably initially just like the the investment like the startup costs yeah definitely uh yeah because you back. need like equipment you need a space and you yeah just, we had like, to find the the commercial space and yeah. that's why it took me so long to like start the business because i didn't sure. that was a learning curve like you can't bake out of your home in yeah. rhode island there's no like <laughs> cottage law so I was like, okay, how the hell am I going to do this? Like I had been doing like weddings for friends and family at home yeah. for like two years. And uh, so I had to find a, a, a kitchen space. And so I ended up over at um, what used to be called Pilot Works okay. in Providence. I think I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Familiar. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. other people who like start a lot of other food businesses who started out there. Like you may know Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, she yeah. was on our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She started there. Okay. So like, yeah, we, we're good friends and I knew her from that. Yeah. She actually said the same thing. You know, it was like yeah. it was tough trying to find a spot, you know, in order to yeah, start just cooking like, because you need a commercial space. Yeah, it was funny. Be. Mike was like, yeah. what? You can't just bake out of your house? She's like, no, that's really <laughs> yeah, illegal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is actually. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people get away with it, but yeah. it's like, I don't want to be that person. Yeah, you don't want to risk it. It's not worth it. <laughs> All, is, like, 
everyone like who I talk to kind of is in the food business always talks about like uh, like the health codes or whatever. Right, the health yeah, inspectors. Yeah, like they they're super you, strict. Are they that bad, as everybody says? Yeah, like yeah. they'll come in and inspect your space. You know, uh, like once. And I just I had known about them from like working in the in the industry and like other restaurants and bakeries. So yeah, they'll come in and like you know it's their job. So right, I right. can't. Yeah. You know, we. It's hard to not. It's it. important that we're up to code too on that stuff, but it's also kind of a pain in the ass too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> check all the marks off and we're actually going to have to um we're encountering that soon because we're opening our own space gotcha. in warwick so oh, cool yeah we're right. opening a shop so we'll have to come nice. you know we'll have to have health inspectors come in and check it out before we're open for business officially so. so there's no yeah. storefront right now is it more there's just... no storefront right now it's all like custom order based okay. and then gotcha. you can find us at farmers markets cool. uh we do a lot of like special events we did 20 weddings this year wow. um and that was all like people finding us from word of mouth or finding us at the the markets and like right. we do a lot of vegan events too and those are those are really good for us um but yeah we'll have a storefront where people can just pop in and visit and do consultations so i'm super excited that this has been like the next big goal yeah when's uh, when's that happening you don't have uh, to like put now? yourself to a date. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now. It's like whenever, you know, we're like, we're in like the renovation process. So that always gotcha. takes longer than you might think. Sure. And <laughs> so you have the spot and everything. We on have the spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I found a place in, in Warwick that used to be uh, owned by a, a an amazing woman named Diane. And she was basically selling a fully equipped space. And I got lucky and found it just in time. And go. yeah, fell in my lap. That is awesome. Yeah. That's great. It's great. It's meant to be. <laughs> I love when that happens. That's cool. Um, so uh, I guess you kind of hit on it, but like when you were doing this and, you know, starting your business is like very risky sometimes and mm. you sometimes can run into family and friends that are doubtful, but it sounds like your family and friends were all super supportive. Yeah. I think if it weren't for them, I wouldn't have like taken that leap. It was, it was actually... Yeah. I had like a stranger approach me and like she was like um she's like a mutual friend I guess and she you know started questioning me like she put me on the spot a little bit like what are you waiting for like wow. why don't you just do it and I just got started to get to think about that and I'm like you know what what I think it's just fear it's like yeah. fear of the unknown and so it was I had I definitely had the family support. I can't say yeah. that people were ever like putting me down. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I was like surrounded by a really supportive That's a cool story right there. I like that. Yeah. So after that you were just like, yeah, what well, am I Well, yeah, for? because it was like I knew I had to do it, but it was sometimes when you hear something from a stranger, you look at it from a different perspective, right? Cuz oh, you definitely. don't have the same like guard that you might put up against like your yeah. your family. family you're like, oh, they're just saying push that back. because, like, that. Right, right. I, like... But it's a to- total stranger, so you're like, oh, they know nothing about me. Because <laughs> they see it from the outside. They only see, like, the outside perspective. Right. And um, I think she knew to, like, dig a little bit deeper because she knew what my next step was probably going to be. And, you know, a lot of people will just say, like, why don't you start it? And yeah. they don't really understand what it takes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely. Wow, but, yeah, cool. I think my family knew that I could, I could take it on. I'm pretty independent and... And driven, so. Yeah. Have you always been independent? I think so, yeah. 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 I mean, I run the business. Um, I have a lot of help. I mean, it takes a village, but I still do everything on my own. I've never had a business partner. I was going to ask you that if you started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've <coughs> done. So I've done it all myself, you know, all the the production, paying the bills, the taxes. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Sometimes I, mean, I we wish. We split it up and it's still tough. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's funny. We'll talk about it with different guests and, you know, they, they run the gamut. Some people have partners, some don't. Some outsource parts of it. Yeah. But, like, to do all of it, like, you know, before we started, we were both independent freelancers and mm-hmm. we were both doing everything. And, like, now I'm thinking back. I'm like, holy shit, like. How, like, How did you pull it off? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like even now, like where I don't have to worry about the accounting or I don't have mm-hmm. to worry about like certain parts of things. Like I'm like, how did I worry about that? Like I have zero time now. How, what, what did I do? What did I <laughs> yeah, do I think we make time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a subconscious thing. Like you, I look back on it, on my life too. Like when I used to have like two two jobs and yeah. like they were back to back. I'm like, how did I ever do that? Yeah. And like. I don't know. Maybe it's I'm almost just like we just—it's like we just get busier as time goes on, and like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, but even now, it's like, 
you know, you get a project and you're working on the project and it's like, all right, so when am I going to have time to market my business for the next project mm-hmm. if I'm stuck doing yeah. this? It's just a million. Yeah, I'll catch myself like, oh, wait, and I have to do that and that and that. And so, like, I think the theme of 2020 is going to be, like, getting systems in place. Right, yeah. And, and knowing, like, what, you know, my schedule, getting, like, a more clear schedule because yeah. everything can be up in the air yeah. and you're just kind of, like, rolling with the tide some days. <laughs> like, okay, like, let's see what's going to happen today, you know, and it's it can be really unpredictable and that's part of, yeah. like, the stress of running your own business is, like, you don't necessarily know when, when orders oh, yeah. are coming in or you can anticipate the big events, yeah. but you're also, like, marketing yourself at the same time that you're, like, in production mode, so. yeah. The yeah, unexpected stuff is huge. Like you yeah. might, you could plan <laughs> for your day to like, you're like, All right, I'm going to do this and do this and do this. Even I do it. Like, like last night I like put in my calendar, like, okay, I'm going to work on these things. And mm-hmm. then you just walk in and then all of a sudden like other shit happens and yep. then you get a nothing. maneuver. None of your stuff done. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm Pivoting. a big uh, post-it guy. Like, Are you? Note, yeah, everywhere. Like, whenever I, I have those, like those notes. Everything's like digital for me. So like my eye, I, I use iCalendar and like oh, everything yeah. is like to yeah. the hour. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like you have to be organized. I don't know how you could not be in like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's run true. a business. Yeah. So what are, what are some of the challenges that you think maybe go unnoticed or, um, and it could be specific to your industry. Like what are some things that you think people overlook that are, uh, you know, actually really challenging as part of your business? Um, well, the, probably the most challenging thing for me was getting people to overcome the fact that my desserts are vegan. So that is something I've like worked really hard to, um, you know, convey the message that, that what we make is still incredible and delicious and like look beyond the fact that it's vegan, that it's plant-based. Um, because at the time when I launched two years ago, there was still very much a stigma about vegan and what it meant. And people had this idea that, desserts were going to be like probably bland or dry or gross. And, you know, you would just hear these things and you knew that there was a stereotype about it. So I wanted to start a conversation with people Mm. by getting them to try, try it first and then make up your mind, then give me your opinion, you know, so to have them try the cookie dough and then they would say, wait, that's vegan. Like really? And I'm like, yeah, there's no eggs, no dairy. And so it really makes you like challenge your, your beliefs on like how you feel about, that the the concept yeah. itself and like what it means and so i think i've um i think i've achieved success in in that and overcome that challenge but um because now i have clients that are not vegan at all they just come because they know that i mean i'm not good. vegan i just tried that yeah. it was fucking delicious yeah yeah right yeah <laughs> so so that's a win for me you yeah know, that like makes my heart sing because good it's one more person that's that's going to try it without hesitation yeah. and not judge it first. Yeah, you've converted us for sure. Just me. <laughs> I'll take bites out of all those things in those boxes there. It's awesome. Yeah, Did because you, it looks beautiful. You yeah. know? Did you notice a lot of pushback when you first started? You said when you started. I actually, I would like, I don't know. My mom says it was kind of deceitful, but I wouldn't tell people <laughs> that it was vegan. <laughs> Why not? Who cares? You'd say that, but like yeah. people would judge, you know, they would just look at it and first. say. I don't like it. Oh, okay. That's yeah, <laughs> and I, I think it depends on, like, the demographic, you yeah. know, like, we, our, our target demographic is more, like, uh, millennials, like, people, sure. like, you know, from college to, like, you know, 30, mm-hmm. older 30s, and um, so they're, they tend to be more open-minded about that concept, and there's all kinds of, like, vegan restaurants and pop-ups now that... Um, and, and everybody knows somebody yeah. who's has a dietary restriction. Oh, That's yeah. the other thing. It's like, you don't have to be vegan, but maybe, you know, you can't have eggs or you can't have dairy. And so, um, the other challenge, I mean, one of the reasons why I started the business is because, um, I was recently engaged, you know, and I was looking around and there was not too many options for like custom vegan desserts. Like if I yeah. wanted a, a wedding cake and I wanted it to be vegan and I wanted that bakery to like really understand my, my needs and yeah, my preferences. Yeah. Right. So I basically created it cause it didn't exist. Um, so that's really like where we've honed in on like, that's our specialty. And so I just want people to feel like, you know, they can come and enjoy it and not have to worry about missing out like i'll go to weddings and i won't be able to eat anything yeah 
So I don't want people to feel that. that. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, it could be like as simple as like somebody who, you know, doesn't eat gluten or, and I know there's just so many allergies out there these days that you have to be mindful of that. So you obviously have done, have you done like vegan wedding cakes for people? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we do. um, We do a lot of dessert tables. So whole tablescapes that are just filled with dessert and they're really fun and interactive. Yeah. You just walk up and like indulge yeah, you know yeah. and especially I when we're filming that. weddings i'll eat the yeah. dessert table yeah alive well that's looking. right yeah <laughs> i'm ass. sure you guys see yeah. a lot of that oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably a little bit everything <laughs> definitely yeah so we do we we like to do a little bit of everything i mean the the french macarons really took off that was our first item so those, that are, those are hot. next by the making way the, making yeah. those um vegan yeah, give me one of those right now. Yeah, right you can right try now. one. Um, so we're the we're the only ones in New England who've made a vegan macaron. Oh. Um, it took me about six months to develop the recipe. Really? And so when we like, yeah. So it's the family got pretty to try proud of a that. Lot of, uh, macaroons. While they and were what's going the other? Yeah, too many. A lot. <laughs> a lot ended up in the trash. Yeah. What's the other one in here? The macaroons in the... Um, that's a brownie, which just happens to be gluten-free, but you will never tell. It's like one of my favorite well, favorite things. Do you want anything? Is there... Oh, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I eat this every the, day. I say, how much do you eat of your own stuff? Do you... I eat a lot. All the new stuff I, I will eat, the new yeah. products. Um, I have an amazing team who's always coming to me and like with, with ideas for like new products that they want to make. Alexa, um, stop. What's Alexa? <laughs> She's listening to you. Did she I wants, say Alexa? <laughs> she wants some too. <laughs> we have the one at home wow, too, and she's always like turning on and like talking to us. I somewhere. made a speech at the holiday party the other night, and she was like talking while I was trying to talk. I was like, this is good. Right? You can't stop eating. Mm. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, so it's, you know, and you would like tell me it's gluten free. Like you nope. never, you would never know. They run of the podcast. It's delicious. Just eat for the next half hour. So then you're doing. You can also feel good about yourself. You know, mm, you're, it's healthy. You're doing good. People say it's healthy. I try to stay away from the term healthy because <laughs> it's laden with sugar. It's okay. Try this Monday. So I don't say it's healthy, but um, you are doing good for the planet by not right. consuming eggs and dairy. <laughs> good for your body mm-hmm. and for the planet. It's amazing. <laughs> It's great for my taste buds, too. Mm. <laughs> that, too. That's that the most good. important thing, right? That I taste good. Really so good. what's the uh, what's one thing that you kind of found out about, like, a food that's vegan that you would have never thought? Like well, Oreos are vegan. That's so cool. <laughs> like I didn't know that. Surprise. Yeah. A lot of people of don't Oreos know that. And it's like, I mean... I don't think people realize like what they eat. Like, do you eat vegetables? You're okay. That's vegan, you know. And it's mm. there is so much out there that is just naturally vegan that you just wouldn't you wouldn't realize right. um, until I guess it, it's it's brought to your attention. I think people like to focus on what you're not eating. Yeah. Like, oh, where do you get your protein? Mm. You know, that's like the number one question. Yeah, people always <laughs> say that, but isn't there like millions of other places? Yeah, to get protein there's now? so many sources like where you can get it. You know, like plant like, milks. There's even protein in vegetables. Like, no offense, like but I feel like that's a stupid question in 2019. <laughs> where else do you get your protein from? <laughs> yeah, it's just like one of those stereotypical questions, yeah. you know. <laughs> like, I have two. I have two friends that one of them I went to college with and his girlfriend they're both Mm. i don't i think she's vegan and he's vegetarian um but they're both like incredibly healthy they have no problems (laughs) and they they are vegan and vegetarian like yeah they they can do it that's nice i mean it's yeah people say people come up with any excuse you know not not to try it so i just like i'm not pushy but that's just me. It's and it's I probably do it, like habitual. It's probably like that's yeah. what you grew up with, and so oh, it is. like Absolutely. that feels sure. like normal for you, right? Uh-huh. That's yeah. like, I mean, for me, it was just like I went vegetarian for like a year first, and it was all about just like opening my eyes to like the industry and what was mm. actually going on behind the scenes, and yeah. that doesn't necessarily resonate with everybody. For but for sure. me, it clicked, and I like couldn't unsee it. Yeah, you know, I started watching a lot of documentaries and like. Just caring about yeah. like what I was putting in my body, basically. So it's a journey. <laughs> it's it's like, also like um, just. I mean, it's a very healthy lifestyle too. Like, I mean, I'm sure if mm-hmm. I ate different, I'd probably be a little bit healthier. I could lose a couple pounds. Gives you more energy. Oh, energy! That yeah. is like the biggest thing. That is probably <laughs> that would that would be the one reason that I would completely switch mm-hmm. is energy because mm-hmm. like 
I try to wake up at like 6 a.m. so I can go to the gym. This morning I woke up at 7.30 so I didn't go to the gym. But I want to go to the gym. Then I come into the office, do everything. Yeah. But then like sometimes I'll go home, eat dinner, and then I want to work after. But like lately, like I don't have the energy. Sugar. It's all sugar. I just ate a bunch <laughs> of sugar. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no. But yeah, so like energy is like a big Yeah, thing no, me. energy is like key. Do you find like I crazy think that energy We now? just live in a time that like... I don't know. I think like people are age, especially like we overwork ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. we are like overachievers and we want to do so much. And, yeah. um, as like self-starters, y- you know, we never know when to like turn it off really. It's yeah. like always on our minds of yeah. like, what else could we be doing? And yeah. so that's one of the challenges for me is like mm-hmm. knowing when to stop and like take a break and yeah. just say like, okay, this is enough for today, and, yeah. you know, taking care of myself. Yeah. To that point, that's actually a good mm. transition there. What, what are your thoughts on like work-life balance? Um, what, what does your fiance do, if you don't mind? Yeah. So um, Nick is a, um, he currently does UX design at, at CVS. Oh, that's very cool. Um, yeah. He that's went, we fun. met at, at URI and so he, um, he got an art degree there. Cool. Um, and now he is uh, developing his own IP. Actually, he's a very talented artist. So we're both creatives, yeah. like I said. And that's so that's cool. his passion project so you know he's been helping me with celebrated for the past two years you'll see him like he's i call him like the uh the money man like he's (laughs) like he's always at the register yeah well he's like you know he's like yeah he's like the muscle at the markets and like (laughs) also just like my emotional support that's awesome he's a great partner to have yes big shout out to nick does he help design stuff for the store yeah he's well he actually did a lot of the design work early on for like the website and you know every like all the business cards like (laughs) that's good to have on your side yeah Yeah, it was amazing like i don't know how i would have done it without him because spent that a lot was of money. a hurdle <laughs> yeah, yeah just like setting up a website even though it's like squarespace and it's like user-friendly there's mm. th- there's just so many elements that you have to think about and so yeah he would help me with that stuff and like designing mm-hmm. you know posters and marketing materials yeah. it was like having an in-house yeah. designer <laughs> perfect <laughs> <That's> awesome, <laughs> and so he's kind of taken a step back away from that and yeah. he's like focusing on his art now he, cool. he did comic-con this year nice so yeah i'm really excited for him and to like cheer him on in his uh his journey with that that's cool yeah it's cool you both but have he's, like he's, your own your own we do yeah we bounce off each other i mean we both try to figure out the work-life balance you know like, yeah that was my question i guess <laughs> yeah. is like you know when when you come home like how do you how, I guess, like, is it a challenge trying to figure out, like, oh, you know, like, let's spend time together and not doing our Yeah, we do spend, like, a lot of time on the weekends together just because, like, we're doing the events together. Um, And we both, he works from home quite a bit. And so um, I do, too. And I think we just try to make a concerted effort to see each other. Yeah. um, And, like, hang out with our dogs. Other than that, you know, we don't have much of a social life. I think I gave that up when I decided I wanted to start a business. Yeah, Yeah, it's tough because, like, your friends don't always understand, like, you know, what you're doing. And mm. I have I have a few, like, really good friends who have cheered me on along the way. And they really get, okay, like, you know, she needs to devote her yeah. time to this. And so they've been really understanding. And that's great. You need those kind of people in your life. Yep. Um, but I'm still trying to figure out the... The work-life balance, it's like an invisible line, right? Yeah. its It doesn't really exist. It's just something that we we chase. Yeah. 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 That's a very good point. Yeah. And I, it, think- I think it's something that's like always evolving. Like I think every once in a while, you know, you might see like, okay, like maybe I can figure it out this way. Or like you mm-hmm. see just like little things that you could change to like transition and Yeah, the tweaks about better. how you can like, for me, it's like working smarter, not yeah. harder. How can I like implement those systems so like I'm not working all day long, you Mm -hmm. know, and and Mm -hmm. like the one of the themes of this year was like delegating. I had a lot of people. I've had like a lot of mentors and each one of them has said to me, you need to learn how to delegate. And I think that's really important, too, when you're working by yourself and running your own business independently is learning to like delegate tasks to other people. There are experts out there who know how to do this much better than you do. Sure. Um, like this year I hired Harmless Studio. So they're a couple, uh, Dave and Kayla, and they're both vegan. They have a vegan design studio and they've done incredible work with like rebranding and uh, developing our 
uh, packaging for our, our wholesale product that we'll be launching in 2020. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so I'm like forever grateful for these people who yeah. are experts in their field. And I think now that's Now you don't really have important. to worry about that. Now it's like sense. one less thing. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I know you're going to do a good job with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having an accountant, like having yeah. a bookkeeper, somebody so that it's you important. Yeah, I think that's the balance Making for sure me. Making sure those taxes and those bills get paid. <laughs> and those write-offs. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly, right? But yeah. going off of that, how did you know you're working by yourself and then you, you're like, all right, I need to make a change. I got to hire someone. What was the process oh, and yeah. how did you pick your first hire? Oh, yeah, good story. Because you, yeah. you don't want to give away too much. That's, we just sort of hired weird. our first yeah. employees. And so that was like a little bit of a hurdle. Mm. Like, okay, like we're at a point where like we need to focus on like growing the business. So there's certain tasks right. that we want to do that uh, aren't necessarily like working specifically on every single project. So like, yeah. there's things that I want to do that's going to help us, but it's not necessarily working on a project that we're getting paid for right now. So it's right. like, how do we get over this hurdle of like, let's hire someone to help do that stuff so that we can work on like growing the business. And so it's a hurdle to get yeah. over of like, de- so like you important. said, sort of delegating, like mm-hmm. having other people do those things. Yeah. And I knew in order to grow, I was going to need help, you know, yeah. and I, I, so I started looking actually my first hire, uh, incredible, lady named Ashley who now works for Morgan and oh, I'm really happy no for her. her yeah, name. but yeah. she um she she's a JWU graduate and she had come to me like early on she was my first hire and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> she basically like swooped under my wing and you know like learn everything for me and she was just like incredible. She would do all the markets with us, like the baking. Uh, so she, she was with me for about a year and I am just like forever grateful to her and mm-hmm. like really excited to see her thrive and like continue her on her journey. Um, but that opened my eyes. I was like one of those people who was like so scared to like share my recipes, to sure. delegate any tasks because you always feel like I'm going to do this the best Nobody else can do this as good as I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's letting go of some of that ego and and like trusting in other people and knowing that like other people are going to care about your business as much as you do and like Mm -hmm. giving them that chance. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of scary, but like I did it and I just realized like this person's really genuine and, you Mm -hmm. know, I can, I can actually thrive and and do better and be less stressed, not knowing that I have to do everything. Yeah. So now I've really taken a step back and I've, I'm working on growing the business because I have three part-time employees that work with me in the kitchen That's now. Great. And so they can do a lot of the production yeah. and, and um, R&D. And then I can focus on um, client outreach and, and really like growing the business yeah. and thinking about opening the shop. Right. And so, yeah, you can't do it without without help. Yeah, I think <laughs> going off of that point too, like aside from the ego thing, it's that. But I think it's also... Um, sort of what you're hitting on is like the time thing. Like Mm -hmm. if you always think Mm -hmm. like I can only do this, only I can do this as good as, you know, this, like I can't have anybody else do this. Like if you stay like that, you're never going to have the time to do the other things to like grow the business, like focus on trying to find a new space. Like you're not going to have the time to do that if you can't delegate certain things. Yeah, it's actually smarter to like, you know, have three people working with you for what, three hours compared to like doing it all yourself for three right. hours, you're actually saving yourself because you can produce so much more. And we've even found time. like with these new employees, like some of the things like sometimes people have an outside perspective. Like we've been doing this for two years. Like we sort of just celebrated two years as well. Yeah, so yeah. Um, celebrated. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so we brought these, these new kids on and, and you know, we're like, Oh, how can we do this? And, they might just like throw out an idea and we're like, oh yeah, like mm. never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Cause like they're coming with that outside perspective. You're learning from each other. Yeah. I think it's like a give and take, you know, exactly. and it's like accepting that you're not always going to be right. Like, yes, it is your company and like, sure. you, you want to steer it in a certain direction. And, um, but like also being humble and just like, remember, like it's going to grow organically. And right. that's how, that's how I've gotten a lot of like my so-called success is just like letting the business kind of like, grow organically and by itself and like when the time is right like things will happen things will fall into place for you so Mm -hmm. i've never like rushed into having a shop or yeah um or anything else it's just it feels like this is the next step yeah really in the journey and i think yeah from an outside perspective people 
really see that you're enjoying it and you're passionate about it. Yeah. You know, it shows instead of like rushing into everything and like just trying to keep up. Yeah. And even in a small community like Rhode Island too. Mm -hmm. I know I say it a lot, but you're in that community once you're, if you're nice and people like you, you're in that community forever. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, Like it's so cool. I think it's so cool that like, you know, and, and we talk about it all the time too. Like, I think it's so cool that you and Morgan can almost be like, friends even though you're doing very similar things and like we're friends with other companies that do video and we're friends with other photographers Mm -hmm. like we're all here like you know i always say like there's enough work for everybody out there like there's enough people out there for you and there's enough people out there for morgan as well there is yeah it took me a little bit of time to realize that that you know you don't always because i'm kind of a competitive person like by nature sure so you know, you have to like reframe it and think like we need to support each other. We're all in this together, yeah. especially in like the vegan world too. It's mm-hmm. it's tough. We there's such a need for it, and we're in yeah. a niche market, and right. there, there's so much growth potential for this. Oh yeah, like we have to support each other, and we all do our own thing, exactly. which is really cool. Is like, um, you know, you might like cross paths on some things, but sure. for the most part, like we all have like something that we're dedicated, really good at. And so and all refer. At, like your and customers unique, are yeah. like unique to you. Mm-hmm. Morgan's customers are unique to her. Like our all customers different. like come to us for a reason. They'll go to another company for another reason. Exactly. There's things yeah, that, we like, all have a different like target demographic, like right. different people who like resonate with us. Exactly. And, yeah, there really is like room for everybody. So I think if you approach it from that kind of spirit, like yeah. just focus on yourself, you know, and I try to remind myself of that, like stay in your own path. And if you start worrying about what everybody else is doing yeah. and it can get really overwhelming too with like social media, oh, yeah. I follow a lot of people who are in the industry, mm-hmm. um, on, on Instagram and sometimes I'll get like jealous or, you know, feel like incompetent, like or feel oh, like yeah, a failure yeah. if I start analyzing what everybody else is doing. But we yeah. also have to remember, like, that's just what people are putting out on the surface. Sure. And you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So you're talking sure. about all those challenges that you face that nobody gets to see. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Behind the scenes. So you yeah. can't go and, like, judge people. Right. Yeah, they could be struggling, even yeah. though on the surface it looks like they're doing really well. Yeah. So that means, like, we need to support each other because, like, we're actually all going through the same, yeah, exactly. same struggles. And it's also, like, better for you, too. Like, if you're going at everything with the mindset of like I need to beat this person I need to be better than them like that's just going to be like destructive to you as well like if mm-hmm. you're like cheering on everybody else like that's just going to feel good yeah. I don't know that's how I yeah. look at it no I love like the collaborations that have come yeah. out of it um, I'm like a very introverted person by nature. So getting out and like selling myself was scary. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? Like yeah. if you told me like I had to go to a networking event, I would have like canceled last minute. Like, yeah. no, no, thank you. You know, I never would have done a podcast two years ago. Um, so I've like come out of my show a lot with that, but I, I think it was like getting out there and like the community was so supportive. Like oh, just yeah. the first farmers markets I would do, everybody wanted me to succeed. It was so yeah. awesome. You That's know, they're awesome. cheering you on. They're like, I hope you have a great day. Yeah. Like, good luck with your business. I'll follow you. Yeah. I'm cheering you on. And like, that was the most like underrated best thing that ever came out of like becoming an entrepreneur. It was That's like cool. all the people who came out of the woodworks that like just want to support you because I don't think you get it until you're a small business owner that there is this network of people that are all all going through the same struggles. And especially in like the the vegan markets I do, it's a little community. We're all so close. We're like family. You know, we we see each other. We give each other hugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're all doing different things, but we all know it's like for a really good cause. So it's really exciting for us to see people come out and like want to support that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the that's true great. supporters. That's not the likes you're getting on Instagram. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like no, because like those, yeah, those aren't like real like followers, right? right? I think yeah. it's like people who like really believe in you, and you can yeah. see them. They're yeah. right there. They're not <laughs> over the internet. That's somewhere. why it's like you can't get too crazy. I think I was telling somebody, I was having a conversation the other day about like Instagram likes. You know, you can have like ten thousand likes, but how many of those people are actually how many customers? actually care? Right or that? Yeah, yeah, yeah they've actually purchased from you. Or they, yeah. They're supporting you, yeah. like. 
You know, and verbal support is fine too. Like you don't need to give me money, but like you you can be, you can be a supportive fan without ever, you know, making a purchase. But it's, yeah. yeah, How many of those people are just like bots or just like, (laughs) they're just scrolling and they're like, Oh, I like, (laughs) so it's like finding those like true relationships and nurturing them Mm -hmm. is so important. Yeah. I gotta say like, I've found like the community here in Rhode Island, especially the small business community, but just like the community in general in Rhode Island is like, honestly, like really, really cool. Like, you know, we've met a lot of business owners, obviously, through this podcast, but mm. even just on the side and like, I got to say, like, I've never had a negative interaction with That's any awesome. of them. Like, you know, you were saying you listen to the Nitro Bar, like Audrey and Sam are just both mm-hmm. like super cool down to earth people. And I ran into Sam at the Nitro Bar the other day. He's like, hey, how you doing, man? Like, how's things? What are you doing? And like, you know, <laughs> our friend Adam, like he owns a business here in Rhode Island and so many other people, like they're all just like good people. And they're always like, hey, I have business. Like, hey, you know, like. How can I, I refer you? And still, yeah, I would even go as far are. as saying, like, we had a holiday party last week, and I would say half were clients and half were other creatives that like, yeah. we just oh, cool. met and like had them. We're like, That's hey, awesome. come on over. Yeah, even yeah. though they do the same exact stuff as us. Yeah, you know? and they just came That's and had a great awesome. time, and it was just like a cool, really cool. Group. Yeah, you can help each other, right? It's just yeah. like you want to see each other succeed. Yeah, definitely. You know, even though you you have your own thing, I'm sure yeah. in the back of your mind, you're like, well, I do this really well, you know, but yeah. like. Yeah, like there's no point in like being competitive with people and putting yeah. people down. Like yeah, you don't exactly. want to be an asshole. Like just exactly, just be a nice person. Just be a good person. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Joe Joe showed us out. I saw on his Instagram story there yesterday about being good people. So back to that same topic. Yeah, I think we person. attract each other too. You know, it's yeah. like like the referrals and word of mouth. That's like how my business has always operated yeah. too. So I think yeah, like same. when people get talking, like you want them to say good things about you. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. If you're a good person, it just makes it easier. Yeah. Um, so I have a question about like yeah. marketing. Like yeah. what, what have you done up to this point in marketing? What have you seen that works well for you? And maybe what are your marketing plans for the future? Um, yeah, like we were talking about word of mouth, you know, that's always been the best form of marketing. Um, we, we've been fortunate enough to be featured in like Providence Monthly, Rhode Island Monthly Magazine. Um, and, and that stuff is helpful. It's, it's kind of hard to track the return on investment on that kind of marketing. Uh, social media is super important. Like I... Before I started the business, I was doing a lot of photography, like food photography. I wanted to pursue a a career path in that uh, for a little bit. And then, you know, I started with the baking stuff. But um, so I do my all of my own photography. And so that you have that kind of skill. Yeah. So you have that built in, you know, right. It's like, I mean, that's something. I'm going to take a look at your Instagram (laughs) while you're doing this. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) So it's like taking the photos and then editing them, which is like a whole nother project. Um, But it's something that I love. And I'm like, I'm passionate about that because I I really like the aesthetics of it. You know, designing dessert tables, all about the look and the feel of it. Um, So Instagram has been great. It's probably like our number one source of like like getting our name out there. And then just like in person, like the farmer's markets have been great. Uh, right now we do like the Pawtucket Farmers Market at Hope Artist Village. Love that one. Uh, we oh, got it's our down st- the street from here, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. Hope Artist Village. Um, oh, this is cool with Plant City guy. Oh yeah, yeah Matthew Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. So and then like you know with like Plant City, they're um, they're a great partner of ours. We sell our macarons there. Oh, cool. And so yeah, everybody there has been super supportive. The Anderson family is very supportive of us, and and they want to see us succeed. Um, and when that popped up, that was just like a great opportunity, also for for them to like spread the word. And like like I said earlier, that starting that conversation with people because you'll go there, you'll take coworkers there, and you won't even realize all the food there is, is vegan. Yeah. The yeah. entire place. And there's four I've heard restaurants. It's amazing. I need to try it. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, really good. I gotta say these photos are great. Oh thanks. Great photos. <laughs> good looking good looking page. You passed Mike's test. <laughs> Sweet. That's awesome. Um have you ever done video? Like just to scratch our own itch here of like us um, doing video. Have you ever done no, video? No? no, I haven't actually. Um I think we have plans to do video cool. like promo like coming next year. It's just like not like when an outlet I really like put a lot of time and energy into. Sure. Um, I mean, when you have stuff that's working, like you keep doing yeah, it and yeah. you know, when, when the time seems right for you and you want to try it, then you'll do it. Yeah. I think videos like, like the, mm, I don't know what, how to call it, but it's like, 
it's like the next it's gonna be like the next big thing of like marketing yeah. and like getting your name out there because people want to see like the person behind the business and they right. want to see you in action yeah exactly um, and sometimes like a picture doesn't do it justice like you need to see the story right right right, right for sure it's like creating a story in the storytelling process so you can like Sharing really get it. people really are drawn to like that uh, organic relationships and like feeling like they know the owner. Yeah. Like the definitely. person behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause like Absolutely. you, you might be leery to buy product from somebody you've never met before. Definitely. It's kind of easy with food though. <laughs> Especially <laughs> like, when oh, it that tastes like good. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have that on my side. I definitely have that on my side. And I think <laughs> about that. Like every time I'm at a market, like I'm not making like, there are some artists out there who have like incredible work, but I feel like they don't get the recognition because yeah it's not as easy to sell as food is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, you know, all you have to do is try it. And then we have people who like come back for more. So that's yeah. just like the greatest feeling. So this is uh, always like one of my favorite questions, I guess. What would you say is one strength of yours as a, as a business owner or in your business? And then one weakness. Hmm. Okay. All the tough ones. Here. Yeah. This is tough. Because you're like analyzing yourself. Of course. <laughs> um, I think that I, I'm a. I think my strength is that I have worked in the industry, right? And so I have like a, a history of. I've had some really bad bosses. <laughs> I've worked okay. for some people who just weren't really nice and you know only cared about the bottom line. And so I think one of my strengths is like. When I started the business, I knew that I I wanted to be like the best manager or the best boss that I could you be. You knew how and not like, to be. I knew what not to be. Um, mm. And I think I've worked really hard on that. Um, just treating people with respect and like, yeah. and and giving them the credit that that they deserve. You know, like I sure. I wouldn't have been here if it hadn't been for like everybody else who got me to this point. So I just try to stay like really humble and like not get like success or like fame, like get to my head. Not that I'm like, but if it ever gets to that point, you know, just like moving forward and like remembering my roots and like how I got here and feeling constantly grateful for like this opportunity. Cause Mm -hmm. not a lot of people can not only like start a business and then like have it thrive and be successful. Right. Um, so yeah, I guess it's, I guess it's that it's like, good intention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a weakness is that like, like we were touching on earlier, it's like, I don't know when to turn it off. I'm like constantly working like 24 seven. And yeah. so I need to make more time for myself for sure. Way easier you know, like, said than done though. Yeah. So sure. much easier. Yeah. It's like, you know, you asked me like earlier, like when's the last time you ran a mile? And that was two years ago is the half marathon. And that was one of the best moments of my life finishing that because it was something I worked so hard for yeah, all yeah. the training. Um, and so I want to get back to that place. I want to like start running again. I want to like take control of that instead of putting the business first all the time. It's really important because I think taking that time away will help give you perspective and make you a better business owner. Yeah, definitely. Right. Cause you can like look at it with fresh eyes sometimes when you're, always in it is yeah. hard to see from the outside. <laughs> I always find that like, I'll come back from like a vacation or something with like new ideas too. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, like, that's another thing. Is, yeah. You just like come up with these ideas when you're not like, like you said, you're not like in it every day. So like in a couple yeah. weeks, I'm going to Florida for a week, which will be great. Nice. I'm really excited. And, um, you know, I expect to think about the business while I'm gone and I'm sure of I'll course. come back with like some <laughs> new ideas. Cause I'll think of things that I wouldn't think about in these. Four yeah. Walls. Or just like get like fresh energy. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, a sometimes recharge. you're in it all the time. Exactly. It's a recharge. Yeah. Exactly. Cause like, I think I have gotten less sleep in the past few years than like ever my oh, yeah. entire life. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you lose sleep over some things. And yeah, I went to, um, Spain last month, uh, for nice. two weeks for like a pastry course. Oh, cool. Um, so, so a little that bit was, of work, a little bit of vacation. Maybe? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So and my fiance was out there for, for a week and nice. then, so it was like, yeah, it was work and play. Cause I was surrounded by these other like really talented, um, hobbyists and business owners, but we all have this like passion for vegan food and cooking and cool. baking. That's and awesome. so it was really great to be surrounded by those people and like eye opening, you know, cause you're meeting people from Germany and, um, Iceland. This guy came wow. from all the way from Iceland and Jeez. like just a different perspective. And it's, um, it's like really humbling to, yeah. uh, 
be around people who, yeah, maybe don't like live the same lifestyle that you do. Right. It's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. But they're still into vegan. They're still like. Yeah, but we all had like this, like we all were like driven to that spot at the same time. And right. I think there's something cool about that. I feel like different meet, paths. Yeah, different paths crossed. I think and, I'm like a strong believer in like things happen like when they need to and like for for a reason. And so, you know, all these people came together for for a certain reason. How did you find out about it? <laughs> um, through well, first through YouTube actually. They are really all about fo- um, taking videos. So they're um, it's called Vegan Gastronomy Academy, mm-hmm. and so they're out there um, engineering substitutes for eggs they found a new um uh, the chef out there jessica she engineered an egg out of potato protein which is what they're now using in like the impossible burger all these um burgers that you might see like burger Mm -hmm. king um that are popping up these vegan yeah have you tried the impossible whopper i've tried the yeah the impossible whopper is good and then beyond sausage is that duncan i had that Mm -hmm. it was pretty good not yeah, bad. yeah. If you do it with like the egg and the cheese, right? Yeah, it tastes kind of yeah. Just the same. Wasn't very good. <laughs> I mean, I didn't eat it with the egg and cheese. I was gonna say that's not <laughs> vegan, right? If you yeah, eat yeah, it with but the egg. for you, like it's like yeah, a, I had yeah, it with it's egg like and cheese, it's, yeah. it's just an alternative to like eat meat like one yeah. last day of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but they're yeah, they were like doing really cutting edge stuff, which is something that attracts me. I want to be like ahead of the curve with like everything and like the especially the baking world i want to do like the next big thing so like the vegan macarons was like that big like challenge like i have to figure out how to do this even if it takes me six months yeah (laughs) i just while you were in while you were out i took a bite of the um cool pumpkin one and i'm not really like a pumpkin person Mm. but it was really good awesome yeah they're a sweet cookie but like people love them that's good (laughs) so we keep baking them yeah yeah we're always like looking for the next big thing so that's cool and you have the process in place where you could go and kind of know your shop was taken care of with the people you hired not yet (laughs) still stressing a little bit it's um well it's not like yeah since it's not open yet there's going to be a lot of like setup and like getting people trained in in there and like figuring out what the schedule is like until i'll feel comfortable but um i think we'll do it fairly quickly the the girls i've been with have been with me for a while now so i have faith in them that that it'll all work out and then we'll be going away in march to Costa Rica. Nice. So you can finally take some time off. Good. Yeah. Talk about that's that exciting. work-life balance. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Get married. Yeah. Stop good. putting that off. <laughs> <laughs> I got sort of one one last one. Yeah. Um, what is maybe like the biggest or what is one of the best piece of pieces of advice you've gotten? And then what would be a piece of advice you would give to maybe like someone looking to do what you do? Um, the piece of advice I would give to someone is that you should just go for it. Like, don't have hesitation. Like like if you're on the edge of like wondering, like, should I do this or not? Reach out to me, like pick my brain, ask me how I did it, you know, talk to other people, find somebody who's like doing what you want to be doing. Basically don't look at them as competition. Look at them as like your mentor. Yeah. Mentors as a friend, because yeah, you don't realize like people are willing to give advice, Absolutely, you know, and that's, that's what I did in the beginning. Um, and yeah, I think the best piece of advice I've gotten is to, um, like take care of myself, (laughs) you know, to like, like the business is important, but then also, um, you know, make time for your friends. Mm-hmm. Don't forget yeah. about your personal life yeah. because Definitely. the business is not going anywhere. You know, yeah. if you have loyal fans, they'll understand and like yeah. all your clients, like they'll come back to you. They want to support you and they understand that you're just human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like exactly. we're not like robots over here. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to go crazy. <laughs> and I think they'll have more respect for you if, if they yeah. see that you're like, like just a person. normal person. Right. And that you're not vacation. just like always in business mode. Cause yeah. then you start to like, I don't know. Yeah. Because like, I mean, like we had clients here for the party and we're not going to sit here and talk about work the whole time. Like, yeah. We're like, hey, you know, how's your wife? How's your kid? How's your husband? Like, yeah. Like they have they a have life. No life. Yeah. And we're all like trying to balance it. So it's like being considerate of that and yeah, yeah being supportive of each okay. other. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool.
I'm good. I'm yeah. I'm a lot of questions. I learned as much as I can today. About to dig into those cupcakes over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Them. <laughs> um, so give yourself sort of a shout out. Like, where can people find out more about you? Yeah, so they can visit uh, www.celebrated.co. No M at the end. No, no .com. Like, yeah, not .com. Those are hip. .co. .co. <laughs> we are on Instagram at celebrated.co. Um, you can come visit us at our shop in Warwick soon. It's going to be at 901 Warwick Ave. We're not oh. quite open yet, but if you stay tuned to Maybe me, me and Michael have to take a trip down there. Yeah. Absolutely. Stop yeah, there. we'll have a little like grand opening. Cool. Um, and they put orders in through your Instagram or through your website? Through the a, website. Through yep, website. you can actually place an order right on the website. Cool. And there's also a link that says find us so you can figure out what markets we're going to be at and events. Cool. Come find That's us, cool. try our treats. And if you need some uh, <laughs> vegan uh, wedding cake for your wedding yes. or dessert table, hit them up. I think that's a huge market. Yeah. I know, like that uh, the vegan wedding mm-hmm. cake because there's yeah. so many like right? vegan brides and. Uh, that's my favorite part. That's probably my favorite part about the business is yeah. like meeting the the, the couples yeah, and doing yeah. the consultations and like from that point all the way to like seeing their reaction on their wedding day. Yeah, Cause it yeah, could be yeah. a whole year yeah. that you're talking to these people and they'll come visit you right. at your, at your markets and events and stuff. So you really get to know them. You become friends with them. That's cool. yeah. So that's the best part. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thanks guys. Yeah. Thank you for coming. I'm <laughs> and shout out fun. to uh, Charlie Baker. Yeah. yeah and Char- thanks yeah. Charlie yeah. for recommending. Yeah. Um, as always guys, uh, check us out on Instagram too, at up in your biz pod, pass on this episode to, a uh, friend or family member. Um, if you have any questions for us, DM us there. Obviously, if you have any questions for Becky, hit her up. Um, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. I uh, hope you all have a safe and happy holiday. And uh, we'll be back soon. A sweet holiday. A sweet, sweet. holiday. Very sweet. <laughs> <laughs>